This is the Freedom Ring. Good morning. Happy Thursday. And hello to everybody watching live on Rumble. This is the Freedom Ring. I'm Matt. That is Bill. Today in the show, another uh, stacked. So we're stacked with insanity. A stacked pile of insanity. Oh, my gosh. Uh, The Biden criminal empire exposed yet again. This is the worst criminal empire that has ever been assembled, man. Absolutely. And you'll get those details in a bit. Uh, The fallout over Elon Musk taking over Twitter continues. Doesn't seem like Jack Dorsey uh, was the guy you were hoping he would be. That's a possibility. That's a possibility, but I also have a twist okay. to bring you back to reality. All right, and then the uh, the most insane COVID story yet. We'll get to those and more. Um, but first, if you're new to the show, we always start with a little bit of faith because, let's face it, the world is really screwed up. And in these messed up times, um, we need to help build each other up and help each other out, which means we need to serve not ourselves, but those around us. And that's what he, uh, the man upstairs, really wants us to do. So speaking on serving, I uh, found in First uh, Peter 4, verse 10, As each received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. And um, what is it that you do well? How can you use it? How can you use that gift to benefit others? That's what he wants us each to do. And uh, what you get in return is guaranteed far greater than what what it is you're looking for. It's even better if you can make your living at it. That's just like icing on the cake by using that uh, that gift. So uh, I'm going to encourage you not to just settle for a job that pays the bills, though a lot of us do that. And, you know, we're all dealt different cards. But if you can find a way to use your special gift to make that living, Use that gift he gave you, uh, which sometimes comes in the form of a passion. It's not always, you know, a trade like building furniture or or uh, being able to sing and dance. Maybe that's not your gift, but maybe you have a gift. You have a passion. You have a passion for health food uh, alternatives and wellness. In fact, I know a lady I used to go to uh, school with up in uh, Michigan. Her name's Maria. And... Um, I'll get the name of her. Uh, I apologize, Maria, because I know she watches quite often. Uh, can I help you? And it's based on cannabis and all the benefits, uh, you know, CBDs and stuff like that. I think it's called Can I Help You? Mm-hmm. I'll get that and uh, definitely uh, send her, send you her way. But uh, use what you, you've learned about it and go into business, sharing what you've learned to benefit others. Doing that helps others. It obviously helps you and pays the bills and the more we help each other, the more we build each other up, the stronger society becomes, and the less we're uh, going to be overcome by the insanity that we're dealing with today. And when you do that, when you follow what your passion is, it no longer is work. Exactly. It's uh, it's contentment. You're getting paid for what you love. Yeah. And uh, there's no downside to it. There isn't at Unless all. you're utilizing the gift that the man upstairs gave you, and he's he's happy. And sometimes when you start, uh, we, we talked about that once before, following your heart, following your passion. Um, you know, it's difficult to get started. A lot of people have always wanted to do this or have always wanted to do that. But for some reason, you, you fear talks you out of it. Yeah. And that's uh, the devil talking to you. It is. And that's, you know, 
we're dealing with that right now with this show. And I remember that time that you told me, yeah, we are. We're trying to monetize the show, and our passion is what we're doing right now. Our passion and, and really our, our drive. I mean, God brought us in this room, and that's kind of where why we're here. That's the ultimate reason, mm-hmm. uh, to reach folks through Christ, but also to serve a need, right? <laughs> People need to hear what we have to say. The, the truth, the, the, the mainstream media is not covering it. Right. And I, I do believe in the very near future, I'm not saying like next week or anything like that, but I do believe we are watching the demise of mainstream media or fake news, however you want to refer to it. Yeah, because more and more people are coming onto these platforms to get their news. Uh, it's it's not being. Re- and there's a couple of these stories. I'm like, it's actually my second story is the most appalling. Mm-hmm. The fact that the mainstream media is not covering this story is disgusting. And well, maybe they don't know about it. And I almost <laughs> I almost broke some FCC rules on our our terrestrial show that precedes this one. Um, by dropping some words, <laughs> I got worked up, and I apologize to the people that heard it originally. <laughs> but that's how much it pisses me off. Yep. That you're going to hear this story, and you're going to say, "How was that not one of the top three stories on the evening news last night? Be it local or be it national." And you 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 have to understand that the mainstream media is in on. The COVID scam. They're in on the lies about Ukraine. They're in on the lies about the election and burying the. Oh, that's just a conspiracy. Just accept your loss and move on. Biden's got it all taken care of. What are you worried about? Quit looking at this. Look over this way. Makes me want to drive into a wall. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> that's obviously not. One of the gifts that God gave me. <laughs> what, driving? <laughs> driving into a wall. He said, no, son, please don't do that. So uh, anyway, there's our moment of faith. Uh, utilize your gift. Let's come together. Let's benefit each other's lives. And uh, the more we do that, the stronger we are collectively. And the insanity, which you're about to lead into. Yeah, we're going to we're going to experience a little less of it down the road, hopefully. No doubt. So uh, (laughs) this this just blows my mind. So there was this mom in Florida. Well, let let me start at the beginning here. The chair of one Florida Board of Education apparently believes freedom of speech only applies to speech that she agrees with. Sarasota County School Board of Education chair. Jane Goodwin put the hammer down on one resident of her community. She ordered a community member to stop speaking and had three cops remove her from a public board meeting because she was about to say something horrible about a school board member. So she hadn't said it yet. No, hadn't even said it. Okay. Uh, uh, Remove her. Yes, I think she might say the following. So, uh... No. What? <laughs> so the mom, Melissa Bacondi, or Bacondi, a mother of four, was surrounded by police officers and removed from the Sarasota County School Board meeting after speaking a board member's name. It's unclear how the board chair knew what the mom of four was about to say before she said it. 
Every citizen, taxpayer, and parent has a right to speak at public meetings and share their input, Bacondi reportedly said. Miss Goodwin doesn't want to hear that. This is the ultimate form of censorship. <laughs> this sounds like the school board meeting was taken at uh, last week. It took place at the Twitter corporate offices. <laughs> yeah, well, there, there would have been more tears involved. Uh, and, and she says, this is the ultimate form of censorship, and they are destroying our school district, targeting parents and eliminating dissent. We've got some audio. I can play that here. Bring it up. My question is, does this apply to school board members? Because at the last meeting, Shirley Brown was caught on the microphone Stop talking about talking big balls. about school board Her members. You're, you're done. You're done, Mrs. Bicondi. You're done. Thank you. You're done. Just cut her off. You cannot go and and expound and on school board members. I've told you. I've warned you several times. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're done. Move on. Oh, okay. Goodbye. They cut her mic. You were about to say something horrible about Shirley Brown. Please leave. How do you, you know? You said things about me that were untrue. Leave, please. Do you have children in our school district? Do you have children in our Point school district? Point of order, that is not appropriate. It is. No way is that appropriate. You don't get to ask people who come to a public meeting whether they have children or not. Period. You're, I mean, way Thank out of line. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. It's Nazi Germany. Please leave. You should please leave. Ask her to leave. And she was surrounded by three cops. I saw the video. And uh, you could tell that the cops <laughs> probably didn't really want to be in that position. There's a lot of people in the, in the hospitals. There's doctors and nurses that don't want to be in the position that they're at. But they're you know having to do it for a paycheck. There's cops that are put in those positions that are... Uh, I understand. And if the cops had just blatantly refused and looked at the board member and said, look, she's got a right to speak. Yeah. Or stuck... stuck Stuck, uh, stood up. That's the word I'm trying to <laughs> spit out. Uh, stood up for the mom who was trying to communicate. That's what the the uh, the meeting was for, right? Usually. So if they had stood up and go to the meeting, get stuff off your chest, iron things out, yeah. we move forward and make things better. And, and if they had stood up and and then gotten thrown out or or you know lost their jobs, can you imagine the public uprising? So they wouldn't have lost their jobs for long. I'm sure they would have been reinstated. You got to stand up for what you believe in. Yeah, no. You just continue. Just because you have uh, bitches like that that are shutting off your mic, you continue pushing back exactly. until her mic is shut off and yours is on. She needs that's to be. that's that's what's been the problem in this country so long. Yeah, or too long. Is there's been too many, too much silence for the people that need to be heard and should be heard, and too many people that really have no business being heard being heard. She should have been escorted out. The the board member. Now now we're dealing with uh, society's off the freaking rails, man. According to uh, recently discovered emails, Joe Biden agreed to pay pun- uh, Hunter's legal fees for his. Wait, I thought nine says that the opposite. Uh, He agreed to pay Hunter's legal fees for his deal with a Chinese government-controlled company, which uh, ties the president to 
even even closer to Hunter's overseas business dealings and makes his previous claims that he never discussed them with his son even less plausible. No, Joe Biden would not have lied. He's never lied. He's the most honest man yes. I've ever known. It's just been one truthful comment after another for the past 50 some odd years. And the fact that he's being accused of this is just appalling. You know, I'm so grateful that you're brave enough to stand up and say that. Yeah, it's because he's my man. I mean, four more years, give him 12 more years. Yeah. Just permanent. I don't I don't just want my wallet empty. I don't even want a wallet. How's that? That's how good this guy is. Joe was able to pay the bills after earning millions of dollars through book, uh, book deals and speaking engagements, but the president's financial filings reveal that he declared almost $7 million more income on his tax returns than he did on his government transparency reports. Again, did you hear this on the mainstream news last night or the night before? No, you didn't. But if this was Trump we were talking about, it would have been the first 20 minutes. Yeah. Impeachment! Uh, Let's see. So $7 million more income on his tax returns than he did on his government transparency reports. That was according to an analysis by DailyMail.com of the president's financial records. Uh, Some of that difference can be accounted for with salaries earned by Jill Biden and other sums not required on his reports. But that still leaves $5.2 million earned by Joe's company and not listed on his uh, transparency reports. The missing millions combined with emails on Hunter's abandoned laptop suggesting Joe would have a 10% share in Hunter's blockbuster deal with the Chinese raise a a troubling question. Did Joe Biden receive money from the foreign venture? Huh. Well, whatever the answer is, I'm sure Putin did it. Right? (laughs) Or his account, and it was just a mathematical error. Because according to Jen Psaki, Trump's responsible for the border, right? That melee. Forget forget the, the, the fence he built up or the wall. Yeah, he, he is responsible. He <laughs> built the fence, and he didn't finish it. And the problem we're having at the border where they lacked, where they stopped building is where the problem's at. So, of course, that's Trump. And then... Putin's responsible for everything. You know what, Joe or Bill? I'm thinking you probably did. Joe, you're the. Re- <laughs> Wait a minute! It's, it's the white hair. Look, pal. <laughs> it's the white hair. I think you woke up early this morning. You drove to D.C. while you were high on Ambien, and you stole the five point two million dollars. <laughs> well, it could have happened. I don't know. It probably is my fault. Or it could okay. have been Putin. All right, look, I'll take credit Whatever for it. Whatever it is, it's, it's, my, it's not Joe Biden. <laughs> and if you're thinking it is, you really need to get your head on the sand. You conspiracy theorist, you. <laughs> Speaking of Biden. Do we have more? Do we really have to deal with more? <laughs> Did Biden's postmaster general just set up an illegal bank? <laughs> Is this another criminal empire story? Is that what what we're getting at? Well, (coughs) it looks like Joe Biden could have another scandal on his hands. No, come on! Especially if Republicans retake Congress, as expected next year. The U.S. Postal Service, under Biden's Postmaster General, Louis DeJoy, violated federal law 
by trying to get the post office or postal service into the check cashing business. House Republicans on the Financial Services Committee recently called DeJoy out for the scheme in an October 20th letter. On or around April the 1st, the Postal Service extended an unsuccessful pilot program for check cashing services. The pilot program, which allows customers to cash payroll and business checks up to 500 bucks, was launched in September 2021 mm. without approval from Congress. Well, who needs Congress? <laughs> or the, or We're the, the Bidens! <laughs> Congress! F you! Get out of our way! Right. The postal. We're uh, Democrats. That's right. Um, it, there was no re- uh, approval from Congress or the Postal Regula- Regulatory Commission. The program violated long-standing prohibitions that prevent USPS from offering or developing new non-postal products. And over the course of four months, it proved extremely unprop- unpopular. It is therefore unclear why and on what basis. The program had been extended. Moreover, the decision to extend the program puts USPS in direct contravention of language in the Consolidated Appropriations Act 2022, which was signed into law on April the 6th this year, and specifically prohibits taxpayer funds for, for uh, pilot programs related to non-banking financial services. DeJoy, by the way, seems to be guilty of more than just setting up an illegal bank in post offices. Oh, he's got more up his sleeve. Uh, DeJoy traded more than a million dollars in stocks and options in December. Oh, look the other way. <laughs> and as much as two and a half million, according to a financial disclosure obtained by a crew, the trading included major companies uh, <laughs> like Coca Cola, Pepsi, Conagra, HP, Alibaba. Focused on the pharmaceutical companies such as Pfizer. Oh, imagine that. Really? Gilead, no. And Bristol Myers Squibb. Nothing to see here, folks. Keep no. moving. Look at the whales. Look at the whales. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a minute. Hey. <laughs> the program involves turning post offices and check cashing centers. In the beginning, only four post offices across the country, which were uh, Washington, D.C., Falls Church, Virginia, Baltimore, Maryland, and the Bronx offered the new service, allowing people to cash their paychecks and put money on single-use Visa gift cards. However, it appears that the program has been an abject failure, making DeJoy's decision to <laughs> like renew it even else weirder. associated with Biden. <laughs> Get this, uh, during the time that the program was, was in, in uh, force, a whopping $35.70 in revenue for the struggling postal service <laughs> That's what they made. Right. You know how many they hey, You know how many they they cashed, how many checks? Uh it's single digits. It was six. <laughs> <laughs> Lawmakers were puzzled as to why DeJoy would violate the law to install a program that cashed only six paychecks and gener- generated less than fifty bucks in total revenue. They can't do anything right. Perhaps it was they another... can't scam right. They can't brush their teeth right. Joe Biden's pointed by Secret Service to go left. He goes right. Could it be another attempt at money laundering somehow? And they're no. like, well, it just didn't work. Bill, I'm not going to continue doing this show with you if you're going to just <laughs> start spewing those assumptions and those lies. Oh, come on, man. We're having such fun. such a great patriot like Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, he's, he is, uh, he's something else. <laughs> All this crack smoking stuff about his son. Get out of here. Speed.
you in lies. <laughs> like you've got him on film or something doing it. <laughs> well, yeah. I'll, I'll pull that out later. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of show is this? <laughs> All right, so months ago, um, oh, this is... Uh, all right, dial it down, dial it down, dial it down. Don't throw stuff. Don't throw stuff. Months ago, it was clear U.S. all-cause excess deaths in 2021 were outpacing 2020. Former BlackRock portfolio manager Edward Dowd recently said, quote, the millennial age group, 25 to 44, experienced an 84% increase in excess mortality into the fall. It's the worst ever excess mortality in history. Putting the CDC's data into perspective, starting in the summer and into the fall with the mandates and the boosters, there were 61,000 excess millennial deaths. 61,000. 61,000. Not reported. Not reported on the news, right? 61,000. This is just millennials, and it's just here in the United States. Here's the reality check for all this. Basically, millennials experienced a little worse than a Vietnam War in the second half of last year alone. Worse. Yeah. Let's, worse. let's continue with the jabs. Let's continue with them. In fact, according to the National Archives, there were 58,220 U.S. military fatal casualties of the Vietnam War. They experienced just over 61,000 deaths among millennials, second half of last year alone. And this is not exclusive to the United States. It's decimating county or I'm sorry, countries everywhere with high COVID inoculation rates. It's it's like uh higher murder rates in gun free zones, you know? Only you've got more COVID deaths where they're 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 mandating the shots. Uh somebody said online this is nothing. The great clot was not even st- has not even started. The jab was designed to take 18 months to kill humans. We will st- we will be stepping over bodies soon. Somebody else said I still can't quite take this in. These are young people who willingly got vaccinated and had their whole lives ahead of them. I'm just heartbroken. It's a crime that their lives were lost. How the hell does that story not get covered on the mainstream media? How in the hell are these people still in power? And why in the hell hasn't the citizens of the United States not stood up? Well, we're, we're, that's kind of what we're trying to do. Our little I know. little point right now to people, you got to wake up, man. They're lying to you on the news. How many days do we have to say that? Day after day after day after day. Start calling your leaders. And the media's in on it, man. It's absolutely. Call your leaders and start demanding action against these criminals. I mean, look at the, uh, the the fact that there is a sign that it's working, that people are waking up because, well, CNN, we already were told uh, they have like a daily audience of 10,000 people in a country of 333 million. It's squat. It's less than squat. It's really you're almost non-existent. But all the uh, the left leaning main and all of them, really, although do any of them really lean right? I mean, you got Newsmax and. <laughs> I don't. Very few. OAN. It's probably even Newsmax is kind of lost. No, they're it's, they're deep state too. Yeah. They're totally deep state. Um, OAN and Right Side Broadcasting are probably two of the ones that I would trust. Um, but you, you gotta you know you gotta go seek them. Yeah, they're not just 
on the on the on the, tel- on the television on the, on the cable. No, but we're so lazy as a society. We just oh whatever. Uh, yeah, what's his name? Tony Muir or whatever does uh, World News Tonight on maybe whatever it is. It's a tough thing though to cut cut the cord because I was there. I experienced that too when I started coming down to making that decision of do I cut the cord? And I'm like, finally, what convinced myself is I. It just feels evil. I, I just can't. I don't want to be around it anymore. I don't want the influence. For the benefit know? of people needing to know what's really going on, please share this this video. Please share. Not just to benefit us, although you'd be doing that too, and we thank you. But please share this. More people have to hear these stories. They They're do. not fake stories. And as soon as the mainstream media says, oh, conspiracy, as soon as they say that, you know it's true. You know it's real. That's the go-to phrase. And we found out, we're, we're seeing it unfold with Twitter. Yeah. Absolutely. Everything that was deemed a conspiracy theory has now been proven True. You're going to see boatloads of information. Boatloads. You're seeing boatloads I already, mean, but not enough people are paying attention. But I mean, as far as Twitter, when all when oh, yeah. Elon gets in there and, and puts his hands on all this stuff, all this data, oh things my are gosh. already starting to change. We'll get to that in just a second. Um, yeah. Well, uh, Soros, Soros uh, could they be guiding. Biden, well, easy to say yeah on that one. A secret group uh, backed by millions of dollars from liberal liberal billionaire George Soros is working behind the scenes with Biden's administration to shape policy, said documents reviewed recently, uh, governing for impact. The veiled group boasts in internal memos of implementing more than 20 of its regulatory agenda items as it works to reverse Trump-era deregulations by zeroing in on education, environmental, health care, housing, and labor issues. GFI, however, works to remain secretive. It's invisible to the Internet search engines like Google. No news reports or press releases appear on its existence outside of a mention of its related action fund on the $1.6 billion Arabella Advisors-managed dark money network to which it is attached. Many of the proposals put forward by the group reportedly have uh, to do with attempting to undo many of the regulatory policies enacted by the Trump administration. Speaking of Soros, that's Zelensky right next to him. Yeah. Tell me there's not a relation right there. Looks like there could be a little resemblance. Soros looks like Zelensky like 40 years younger. Yeah. And they have said quite often that they keep it in the family, right? They do, yeah. The bloodline. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. I've seen another picture that took half of Zelensky's face and half of Soros and put them together, and it's frightening how, how much they do. They resemble. line up completely. Yeah. It's, it's same shape of face. Uh, Zelensky's face is a little bit smaller, uh, but it, it does look much like the same. Can they see that? DNA. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. (laughs) Are you ready? (laughs) Project Veritas has dropped another piece of information on Twitter's practice of shadow banning, which means throttling uh, on accounts. Accounts reach invisibility. 
Uh, what's fascinating about this is Jack, uh, Jack Dorsey once testified before Congress that shadow banning was a bug and that the accounts that were uh, targeted were done so unintentionally. And uh, he made those claims back in 2018, yet Project Veritas exposes the, uh, the fact that the shadow banning is not an inadvertent bug, but it, it, it exists as an offensive capability of Twitter. Did Dorsey lie to Congress? Certainly he's not been, he's not going to be punished for it, or if he did, I mean, he'd be punished if he was, he was associated with Trump. Yeah, no doubt. But uh, probably not. For years, conservative accounts have noticed stagnant follower accounts and reduced engagement on the platform, yet those on the other side of the uh, discussion have long dismissed allegations of shadow banning as conspiracy theories. So, what have we learned? Bill? Bill, you're raising your hand. What well, have we used, learned, Billy? It used to be, give it one year, and, and then it changed to six months, then it was three months. That's just a couple weeks. Now it's tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> After Musk bought Twitter, there seemed, oddly enough, how weird, there seemed to be a change in the algorithm resulting in large follower and uh, engagement bumps for many conservative accounts. Liberal accounts, probably not touched. Conservative accounts, all of a sudden, wait. So why is that suddenly happening? Even before Musk technically takes full control, some are suggesting that it's the current Twitter regime trying to cover their tracks, getting rid of the shadow bans and throttling algorithms. And by the way, Jim Jordan had an increase in the last, I believe, 24 to 36 hours of 100,000 followers that just fell out of the sky. Oh my gosh. There was no scam going on. Not one. Could they have all been people that were banned from liking his page or following him? Or told that they were following him and, in fact, they were turned off? I don't know. You know there was a bunch of stuff going on there. What were you going to say about, uh, you had a little twist on Jack Dorsey, didn't you? Well, um, they, you know, at first they say he was, uh, you know, a black hat, meaning a bad person. And then it, f- it switched, and folks recently they're saying maybe he's a white hat. Because uh, he's kind of uh, encouraging Elon and you know rooting for Elon, saying he kind of believe or trusts him. And yesterday, I had, I had fallen along the lines of maybe he's just saving his ass, which is what a lot of people in, you know, within Twitter are doing. Yeah. So, but another theory that I heard, that's the big twist, is reportedly this is kind of some intel that I got. Um, five years ago, 2017. The mainstream media was approached by White Hats and told that they will cooperate at some point in this whole process. And if they don't cooperate, then you know what happens to you. So could it be that Dorsey, of course, he resigned. Why did he resign after five years? And Zuckerberg did the same thing, right? He's not... He's on the board, I think, but he's not a board or a... Uh, he did step a, down. A CEO of yeah. the organization, yeah. Um, I almost forgot about that. That was like a year ago he did that. Yeah. Right? Not quite a year ago. Why? Why would they ever even think about it? Could this be the part that we're not seeing, or we didn't know, that's starting to happen right well, now? Well, as soon as Zuckerberg stu- stood down, we are like, oh, wait, what's going on? 
And, and I, I did. I, I wasn't like, oh, well, uh, well he just uh, has a busy day and you know, wanted to free up some time to go bowling more often. And um, I didn't look at it that way. I knew there was a flag of something was going on. Something, something. fishy was happening. And like you said, uh, was it yesterday there was a story that you finally heard mainstream media report? It was Shanghai. Mm-hmm. Finally oh, reported yeah, yeah, yeah. on it. Hmm. That's odd. Torturing millions. Oh, was it 22? 22 million? Uh, 20, 26, okay. I think. Yeah. So why now? Why now are they finally reporting that? And are they starting to report other things? Slowly. Well, I, th- I think they're catching on to there's other news sources. Or that are reporting this stuff and reading through the BS. Or is it the White Hats that have mandated this or else? Something to think about. You know, um, keep me up at night, man. And I hate when you say stuff like that. One more thing. Another piece of intel that I got. Elon Musk will. Are you ready? No. He's not done yet. Is he going to buy McDonald's and make the McRib a per- permanent menu item? Nobody's going to buy Facebook. You think? Watch. And who told you that? Was it one of your wives? Putino. <laughs> one of your wives' relatives over in China? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something vague. Come around. I was told he will buy Facebook. And I was told, watch. Okay. Just saying. All right. You, and, heard, you heard it here first. And the interesting thing is that I believe it was... This week, I think it was might have been Monday or Tuesday, Elon Musk made a tweet, and he said, "Next up, Facebook." Ha ha. I saw that one. Was so he? That's not a secret, though. If he's already doing it, well, it was. It was kind of taken as a joke or laughter, you know. Ha ha. Or is it? What I was told is he ain't done. And whatever exposes the truth, I'm for. There will be other social medias bought out. Too. Which brings me to this. Musk alluded to the censorship of Hunter Biden's laptop story and said it was incredibly inappropriate for Twitter to have censored it. Uh, in October of 2020, just before the United States presidential election, the New York Post published a story about Hunter Biden's potentially corrupt dealings with when his father, Joe Biden, was vice president. The story was based on damning emails obtained from a laptop Hunter left at a repair shop in Delaware. We already know that story. Twitter censored the story, prevented users from sharing it. Uh, Kaylee McEnany, uh, the former press secretary, the hot blonde for uh, mm-hmm. Trump. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, attractive blonde, very attractive lady. Beautiful lady. Yes. And uh, she says, quote, the left doesn't fear Elon Musk buying Twitter. They fear a level playing field. That's exactly it. She, she is so right about that. Without masking the truth, pushing the lies and stacking the deck, they are just a one-sided criminal organization. They, and this is my analogy here. They're like a visiting football team who put their offense and defense on the field while the home team isn't allowed to play. No matter how the game goes, they win. Make it a fair game, and they can't win. No, they can't. And that's why they stole the election. That's why they're hiding everything about the jab and the massive amounts of deaths. Uh, 
COVID isn't uh, responsible for those deaths. They're just uh, they're just man-made, pre-planned. <sighs> On Twitter, they're made to look much larger than what they really are. That's why they're squashing anything that Hillary does. That's why they're squashing anything that Joe does. It's all one big criminal organization. Most of the people watching this already know that. What what percentage would you say, like on Twitter, what percentage would you say are real people in terms of the left, and how many are bots that are portraying themselves as I can't left? answer that. It's uh, No one knows. I mean, they're off the rails with what they're stacking the deck with, and... Who knows, dude? It could be endless. I don't know. But you know what? We will find out. We're about to find out. And we're finding out now. I mean, just like Jim Jordan, he just got those 100,000 people suddenly out of nowhere within the last 36 hours, 24 hours. Can you imagine on Twitter, too, all the people that have been censored, that have been trying to tell the world what's going on, and they keep getting censored and blocked and their accounts shut down. All the, the, the left that is on Twitter... When they start actually seeing these posts. Are we going to have to go through a phase of the people whose heads are still in the sand? Like, is there going to be a phase where they're like, oh, be, there's going to be four months of them not buying yeah. anything. Right now, they're unaware of it because their heads are in the sand. Yeah. And then is there going to be like a four-month window to where they're just slowly waking up? My God, I hope it's not four more months. I'm about to go insane. Yeah. I'm five years into this, and I'm like, God, please let something happen. Please, I'm, I'm losing my years. mind. Yeah. It's, it's just been insane. Well, the world's largest vaccine maker halts production of... What? AstraZeneca, the jab, they're halting production. Not enough people interested anymore, huh? It's the Serum Institute of India. They've halted production of the locally made version of the AstraZeneca C-19 vaccine due to fa- uh, falling demand. So says it's We're on to the scam. We're on to it, right. They got, they've got uh, they've, they're stockpiling. We, we got we to stop making it. The Serum Institute has produced more than a billion doses of Covishield, its version of the AstraZeneca jab, and they're a major supplier to the COVAX global inoculation program for poorer countries. There is now a global glut of coronavirus vaccines. It's remarkable, a contrast to a year ago when in India, known as the pharmacy, pharmacy of the World, restricted exports to combat a terrifying rise in infections at home that pushed the healthcare system to the nation, or in the nation, of a, a 1.4 billion people to a breaking point. Uh, vaccine exports resumed in November. They are saying they've got 200 million doses of stock and nothing to do with it. I mean, nowhere to go because nobody wants it. Put in the water! Hey! <laughs> or send it to the zoo. Add it to the water. Good segue. You ready for this one? The Toronto Zoo made the claim that its animals are voluntarily being injected with the experimental COVID shots. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Yes. Did you say that V word? Voluntarily? Voluntarily. <laughs> So you, you're at the zoo and you're at the bear exhibit, and then the the bear rolls up his sleeve and says, "Sleep." That's what they're saying. 
This is a true story, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. It is true. Me acting like a jackass and playing the role of the bear, that's ad lib, okay? But the story is true. Which makes me wake up in the morning going, why? <laughs> why? What did we do, man? There's some of us that still have both oars in the water. Number one, why would you vaccinate an animal against COVID? Well, hey, you you raised a good question there, Give Bill. him ivermectin. That's for horses, right? Hey, th- thanks for showing up. Um, why would you vaccinate children between the ages of five and, let's say, oh, I don't know, 12 elementary school children when there is no covid results no no testing there was there's no one of that age bracket was testing positive with covid or for covid right 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 and now suddenly there is because there's they were being injected <laughs> right remember right remember that you could only inject people from certain ages up and then they had this little, this, this elementary uh, cell of kids. They were fine. There was no one testing positive with COVID. Now there's a ton of them mm-hmm. after they started injecting them. I can't put that together. I don't see the correlation whatsoever because I'm brain dead. The interesting thing, too, is part of the Great Reset, their plan was to have the unvaccinated and the vaxxed fighting each other like the the vaxxed that would be easy accusing uh, yeah well yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh you're vaxxed are you we'd be able to use our air guns you know and (laughs) yeah it's it's terrible but uh hold on i'm bleeding from the eyes it was supposed to be the 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 vaxxed turning on the unvaxxed saying that they're getting infected from the unvaxxed it didn't work. We're healthier than hell, man. They they thought that fresh we, air is all I need. They thought that we were really critically stupid and that this plan was going to work. And so I guess when they saw it, saw it not working too well, they decided just to give massive vaccinations to just kill everybody. So now they're doing it to innocent zoo animals that don't oh have anything God. going on. There's nothing. So pretty soon you're going to go to the zoo and you're going to see a bunch of uh, bears with rigor mortis because they're all going to die. Now, watch this. Watch this. We're going to have zoos around the world. Or since it start, this story stems from the Toronto Zoo, let's pay attention to the Toronto Zoo and how many bears and, uh, let's see, cats and tigers and pigs and weasels and primates. These people should be arrested. Yes. Animal, animal cruelty. Dolph de Jong is the... Um, CEO of the Toronto Zoo, he says, quote, these are voluntary inoculations. The animals choose to come over and interact with the animal care staff and then are delivered the vaccine. Some days they participate. Some days they don't. So we'll keep working at it until we get all 120 inoculated. Voluntarily. Yes. They, they're, they're intelligent enough to make that decision, and they, uh, knew, they knew what was in the, in the syringe. It's the most insane. <laughs> well, it, it ranks up there as one of the most insane stories that I've heard yet. <laughs> 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 yeah, put a ventilator on him. 
Remdesivir. Right. Huh? <laughs> I'm sure he said he won. Yeah, I translate. That's what he said. I won. More Remdesivir. More Remdesivir. Sorry, I stole that impression from Jim Brewer. Oh, my God. I will give him kudos for that. Uh, DeJong said that the animals slated to receive the vaccine range from small to large and includes primates, weasels, ferrets, tigers, and pigs. He said that uh, while the zoo wasn't... uh, Let me say that again. Uh, He said that while the zoo hasn't had any known cases of COVID amongst its animals so far, there will be some relief in being able to vaccinate the ones who are... Well, the, the who are at an elevated risk of contracting the virus. Leave the animals alone! They don't have it! Oh You're giving it to them! Who doesn't see this, man? Oh, my God. I don't know what to say. Time has been such a challenging time for us, or this has been such a challenging time for us. We've all been worried about our well-being and our family's well-being, but for your Toronto Zoo, the animals in our care, we have to be their voice. No, you don't. (laughs) But you really don't. If they could volunteer, then they've got their own voice. Right? Right. You're right. (laughs) I wonder if any of like the bear says, I need my lawyer. Hold on a second. <laughs> He's saying, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah he wants sure. his lawyer. I'm sure. Can you say that one more time? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, the horses don't like it either now. <laughs> so they want to be their voice and make sure that we're uh, taking those steps to protect them. So we're grateful to have this tool deployed. This is... Do they show them the, like the vial insert, <laughs> you know, to tell them all the things that can happen if they take this experimental vaccine? <laughs> I mean, isn't that the law? <laughs> I mean, they should hand it over and let the bear read it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, if he's volunteering, he needs to at least read Why? what he's taking. We weren't given any info. <laughs> yeah. Well, animals. Why should the bears and the cats well, and the lions and tigers? And- animals are different. We're just humans. Hey, wait till tomorrow. You find out a story that we're uh, getting our hands on right now. Two separate doctors claiming 100 plus members of Congress treated with ivermectin. ivermectin. Now, wait a minute. That's for animals. They should be giving that to the animals. Well, right? you should stop questioning things. I Bill. know. I'm just you so fall in line, you so maggots. St- you're one of them useless human beings. I'm a sarcastic bastard. <laughs> <laughs> you will fall in line and view. <laughs> and like I it. I, I can't do the accent. <laughs> like it. View. You will. Yeah. You will like it. <laughs> I was putting the V in the wrong words. You will like it, Bill. No question from you. Huh? <laughs> useless son of a bitch. Ten lashes. <laughs> Odd show today. And folks, that's the show. Yeah. That's all I can say. After that Toronto Zoo story, what do you say? Well, at least she saved the best for last, right? That's what she said. <laughs> I'm uh, Matt. That's Bill. Thanks for uh, watching. Tomorrow, Friday already, right? Holy cow. Uh, we'll be back with more with uh, more insanity. The mainstream media is not even coming close to touch. 
And uh, you can get the uh, the links to all of our platforms at freedomringshow.com. If you're watching live on Rumble, we say thank you very much. We will talk to you tomorrow at 10.05 Eastern. Later!